0: is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes. Just me chatting while I commute so you can sit back and enjoy the ride.
1: I don't know. I was going to look and see if there was any given topics for October 10th and find out what, let's see here. Let's see what October 10th is. It's National Cake Decorating Day. It's National Hug a Drummer Day. Wow, that's a good one. That's,
0: <laughs> that's one I didn't know existed. That's, that's a thing. Yeah. Hug a Drummer Day.
1: And then there's World Hospice and Palliative Care Day. That's pretty uh, good. That, is it? <laughs> so it looks like I'm on nationaltoday.com. Oh, this is not a bad website for that stuff. And then it's World <laughs> Mental Health Day. That That is all October 10th stuff.
0: Okay. Any of that strike you in particular?
1: We can... If if you. Um, well, I mean, I could talk about anything we we can. Just, we can talk about um, the process of creating what would call a social media calendar. And I know you might not have experience in that, but we can definitely talk about what makes what makes good social media posts. Is that a hot topic there in the, the Hersey house? It's a topic. Events? Well, I mean, it's a current event for what will be relevant for the podcast <laughs> to an extent because if we wanted to actually use the social media then we could figure out what the hell would even make sense you know for an audience sure so that is uh, i don't know if it's it's going to be the the greatest content in the world but we can try it's an inter- let's just put it this way it's an interesting conversation that i would like to have with you <laughs> that, that sure. and get your opinions on such things as what the hell if you were on facebook which i know you're not tremendously on facebook but what would you want to throw out there on social media to represent either your brand, your company. And it's been a struggle that I've had for quite some time, mostly because I don't want to be that cookie cutter company that everybody's like, it's a holiday. Let's throw up your, your logo on some stock photo and say, happy fourth of (laughs) July from Eric Hersey web design and development. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it. (laughs) So what's, what's your opinions on all that? I'm
0: not sure. I hadn't really put, put a whole lot of thought into it, which is both fair and odd now that I think about it. Because, yeah, I'm kind of with you. The, oh, look, it's a bunny sitting in front of a bunch of colored eggs. Happy Easter from the Kodak Corporation. Great. Whatever. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> Yep, like, <laughs> Kodak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Corporation at random, you know. Yeah, I think if you scroll through Facebook, it's the same stuff over and over and over and over and over, and, over, and it's just all the same. And I don't know, maybe I would want to be a little bit more clever or creative. I think there's a place for it. And for where I kind of see like these social media managers, it's just like, well, here's an easy one. It's an easy holiday. I don't have to post anything else. And I'm like, well, can't you figure out how to integrate your brand with that holiday a little better? Like I would be better off if it was your, if it was some, a family member of the business or whatever holding a flag if it's the 4th of July or I don't know, the Easter bunny with the business owner or something, but it's always the same canned stuff and it drives me crazy, but I understand why they do it. It's super freaking easy. You go, you you, you go, you know, Adobe stock photos. I need a picture of the Easter bunny. Boom. There you go. Throw the logo on you're done. So I don't, so I pride myself in not actually doing that for the several months. I really hardcore did social media. (laughs) and now it's just been like one my one blog per week which the whole goal is to get back on track and and get something because each social media is a little different twitter let's say you're running a twitter account what do you how many times do you think you got to post a day to be relevant or is there a number
0: i feel like i recently had a polo conversation with lauren where she kept repeating the mantra tray a day which seems to imply oh. that somebody seems to think you should be putting out three three posts a day, which to me is a lot. You know, anyone who's looked at the, the Toddcast Twitter, I've I've definitely been off my game. I mean, I haven't even been announcing shows as of late. But coming up with three things a day to say that are clever and
1: useful, that, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> oh, it's, but, I think it's tremendously hard on Twitter, right. but I think you and I both follow similar people that are – like witty and everything they right. put out is pretty good you Oh yeah. You know, where, where that's not even, I don't even think that's what you do on Twitter anymore. Like that's it's, it's, I think the comedians can help gain their brand by doing that. But I think in general public, it's just, ah, oh, let me just give you my opinion on this topic that I'm dealing with right now, which I was never super comfortable with just from the whole imposter syndrome of like, why the hell would you care what a, a guy And now Wheeling, West Virginia is doing right now or cares about this topic, you know?
0: Right. Like, I guess that's I guess that's probably one of the things that keeps me from from doing a whole lot of tweeting on anything, uh, for lack of a better word, of substance. It's a combination of what do you what does anyone care what I think? And there are other people who know more about this saying more meaningful things than I am. Like, I don't know that I'm adding any value is the thing. And again, I don't have I don't have a tremendous following. I don't know how much anyone who is following me is doing it, you know, for that that value add per se. But it just seems I don't know weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well,
1: yeah, I always told Lauren she was really successful as a salesperson because she was oblivious. And I think most people, <laughs> most salespeople are like you have to be numb and not aware sometimes somewhat of your surroundings because. I, when I was in sales and I'm pretty aware and I can pretty much kind of gauge the temperature of a person on and their willingness to talk to me. Uh right. you know, based off a lot of cues, not just what you say, but just right. are you, you know, and you would walk into a business and you're like, I am intruding, you know, based off their body language. And then right. I would be like, Okay, I better go. And then you never where she would just go in and she'd be like, Nope, I belong here and I have something <laughs> to offer to tell you, and you should listen to it. And I feel like that's kind of where you have to be with social media, because where you and I both like you echoed the exact same thing I was thinking is like, well, you know, there's people out there that are smarter or more intelligent that actually have followings that what they say matters. Why right. would I need to, you know, let me just rely on them. But I kind of think you to, you'll never get that following and you'll never be known as somebody that has an opinion. If you don't put that stuff out there, you Well, know, yeah, you got to start somewhere. No, that that makes sense. You know, in a sense, you have to pretend you have a million followers, you know, and be like, yeah, well, yeah this could help somebody, yeah. even though you yeah. might have 12.
0: Right. Well, I guess that's the other thing, like for Twitter particularly, like, because you said, like all the social media is a little bit different in terms of who, who's involved and what goes on there and how that all works. Well, like Twitter, for example, it seems like there are a few different sort of factions or, or uses for Twitter. Sure. Like there are people who get on there and like, here's my opinion on this, you know, current topic. Here's here's what should happen. Or sort of a side branch of that are, are the people who are like, you know, this thing is happening. I might not necessarily have opinions, but I can, you know, retweet or point you towards other things or helpful links or or what have you. I mean, yes. especially with this being, you know, an election year. There's a whole bunch of here's what I think about this candidate or here's why this candidate sucks. or you know, here's why this policy is bad, you know, and they're not necessarily adding anything to the conversation, but they're sort of echoing, you know, and and amplifying certain points of view. Right. And that's that's kind of one Twitter. Well, then you flip to the other (laughs) the other side and there's, you know, frankly, a bunch of people I follow. It's like, here's here's a clever one liner. Here's here's a funny joke. Here's here's an interesting premise like it's kind of like the I don't know, amateur comedy Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I don't know that you necessarily have to pick a lane, but there's a part of me that feels like you kind of need to pick the lane. (laughs) And with that being the case, like I'm more of a dad joke, one liner, funny story. Here's here's a weird quote out of context, you know, kind of a thing. That almost makes me feel like, well, if I then chime in on something serious, that seems weird. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it, you're at the circus, you're enjoying all, all the animals and the jugglers or whatever, and a clown walks up to you and says, are you registered to vote? Like, it's just like, what? What? It, it just seems like that's not the corner I expected that to come from sort of a deal. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's, well, that's another one of the things that like, well... I'm this goofy guy who, you know, tells dad jokes and has a has a silly podcast where my brother and I talk about beard competitions. Let me weigh in on the local gubernatorial candidate just seems weird. Not saying I'd never do it, not saying I couldn't do it, not saying, you know, possibly I should do it. That's one of the things that keeps me from doing it, if that makes sense.
1: No, you're right. Well, I listen to quite a few uh, or did or, or have a little bit of both. Sports in terms of fantasy football um, podcast. And they there's there's another troop that that I listen to that are pretty funny. And and for the most part, they uh, talk on the first half of their show about fantasy football and then after that they just completely talk about any random topics and they have obviously their inside jokes and, and 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 have you know listener questions and stuff and they'll talk about anything but one of the topics always comes up is on twitter the one guy is pretty polarizing he will give football takes but he also just gives his opinion on anything and he's pretty funny in general but they always hear stick to sports because the people like you almost right they almost feel like you only are allowed to do one thing on social media or Twitter. Like if you're a sports analyst, only talk about sports. You don't you're not allowed to have an opinion on other things. So right. what you're what you're saying is correct, but it's not true, because I think the fact is once you start gaining a following, they'll kind of want the whole you, they, they might come for the comedy, but you're allowed to give other opinions and so forth without completely breaking the formula. And, you know, so I follow a lot of Disney, you know, Disney theme park people, and they're frequently giving opinions on other things, you know, and I scroll by and it's like, okay, that's fine. And I guess if it got overtly political, but that's for anybody, I'd probably stop paying much attention. But, I mean, I think you need to kind of pick your niche, and that's how you'll get your following on Twitter. Right. You know, like, you you know, go through and you start having conversations and commenting on other people's posts about said topic. So – I created a separate Twitter just for the business, which solely I follow SEO and web designers and stuff. So I will retweet the crap out of a good article that I might be reading or so forth. But on my personal one, I follow everything I enjoy in an entertainment standpoint. And if and when I ever decide that, like, all right, let's beef this one up, I'm going to have to get active and figure out, like, all right, well, what do I want to talk about and I think the rule of thumb for Twitter is if you think it, just put it into some type <laughs> of verbiage, and because right. you not on on Twitter you, three times a day is just not even enough it's It's more about being part of active trending conversations. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's what Twitter's all about. That's why it's probably the most difficult to manage unless you're like you have to manage your own stuff. like right. you can't just pay a social media person to schedule out tweets. It doesn't work that way, you yeah. Know? You could you could publish your your episodes or blogs and so forth and and hope that, you know, like this is the right time and so forth. But to really gain any type of traction and get be part of a community, it's like, all right, the Emmys are on. So let's go give our opinion on who should have won and congratulate who did win or or let's live tweet this wrestling event or football show or, you know. Right. So Twitter is a different beast in its own right. It's probably it's my favorite. And I imagine it's yours as well, considering I think it's the only one that you actively use. (laughs) Uh, I mean,
0: for various definitions of active and use. Like, that's the other thing. Like, to me, Twitter is a thing that, I mean, I I check it several times a day. But it's, okay, I'll look at my feed, which is largely populated by, like I said, guys who tell funny jokes and one-liners. When I open Twitter to my main feed, it's the uh, let's take a fresh breath of air from all the insanity that's going on and let's see some funny stuff that I might chuckle at or you know forward off to Abby kind of a thing. Yeah, but it's at the same time while I'm in Twitter after I look at my home feed sort of the, the warm fuzzy piece, I'll click over to the trending thing. Not that that's where I get my news, but if you want real time here's what's happening without actually going to the new, you know. Yeah. The actual news TV, Twitter Twitter's about as up to date as you can get. It's not necessarily accurate because it is so very, <laughs> you know, this just happened kind of a thing. But you can get a you can get a sense for what's going on and what's developing. And you can see a bunch of, like I said, generally smarter people than me. Talking about, hey, what's going on as the thing develops. And that's normally, well, that breath of fresh air I just got from looking at the funny jokes is immediately, you know, overwhelmed with the stench of reality. <laughs> but like I said, it keeps me somewhat informed, is maybe not the right word. Aware, I guess, is probably yeah, sure. what it would be. It keeps me aware. And then if I do see some, like, oh, this thing is happening. I'll flip over to the news app or I'll like go into Google and search for, oh, this thing happened. Let me see what I can find out from actual credible news sources. Or a lot of times people will tweet, oh, here's a link to the Wall Street Journal or the Washington Post or, you know, whatever, and get my actual news from actual news. Like I don't trust Twitter as a whole to actually give me, quote, the news. But it's a good starting point to get, you know, at least some visibility into that stuff. And like I said, from from a personal standpoint, I'm still sort of a crossroads in what 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 do I personally do here? Because like when I think of something clever or witty or funny, sure I'll tweet that out. And if and if I'm looking at my feed and there's something that somebody says that is sort of current events that I that resonates particularly strongly, I might retweet that. Sure. But it's something I check on a regular basis. I don't know that it's something that I necessarily engage in in the traditional. Twitter sense very often. I mean, the other one I've got is Instagram, which is easy. Oh, look, a bunch of pictures of stuff. There was a point when I was heavy into the miniature painting where I actually set up a separate Instagram just for that. And, you know, I would, as I'm painting a thing, I'd take a picture of a work in progress and post that out there. When they got finished, I took nice pictures and put them out there. I got something of a following there. I mean, I don't know that I would say I'm an influencer by any stretch, but. There were people who were like, "Oh, cool! This guy paints minis like I do. Look at what he's doing!" And that was cool. Like I yeah. would say, that is probably the most engaged social media I I ever had because it was I was actually producing something that other people were interested in, and I followed other people who do who did similar things. Like I said, Instagram. If you ta- if you're around interesting things to take pictures of, and you share them, Bob's your uncle you're, you're good to go. Like, that's, that seems pretty
1: straightforward to me. Yeah. You know, what's funny is I was listening to a podcast the other day and they referenced that if you want to get like a following or build your brand and, and so forth, like you kind of have to do things and be interesting, (laughs) Oh you know, like you can't just be like, Hey, you know, I'm a guy. And I just sit at home all day and I just watch TV or whatever and expect other people to be like, yeah, let's follow this dude. Like you right. kind of have to go places, document what you're doing, whether in some form or fa- you know, fashion and, right. and be interesting. So for Instagram, it works really well if you're going to do a lot of things, you know, especially right. diverse things. And that would also work well if you're, you know, if you're on Facebook or a vlogger or you want to do live thing, you know, like videos and so forth. That works really well. Oh, yeah. Also, I, th- I think it also works well. if like if y- you need to post out content for any platform for that matter, you know, travel. Yeah. There's a reason travel bloggers do really well. It's like 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 we're all kind of interested in different places or most of us. Oh, you yeah. Know. Most oh, of yeah. us are like, oh, what the hell is that place about or what's that picture of? I've never seen that before. So you have yourself like a niche, which is like, yeah, you're known for traveling, but you have all these different things you can do. So it's never the same exact thing where, for instance, like. I had friends that would just only post the same pictures month after month at Disney. Like they would – when they go to Disney, they would post the same damn pictures, them and Mickey Mouse, them and Minnie Mouse. And I'm like, oh, okay, like we've seen this a million times. So <laughs> I'm I'm very cautious not to overload my feed when I go to Disney. Yes, I will probably post a picture on Instagram once a day from something new experienced or something different, and it might be right. my kid doing <clears> something <throat> crazy you know, she, my daughter was dressed as a different princess. So every now and then, so I'd take pictures, but it was all different. And I was like, well, I don't think I've ever had that before, you know, showing up. And I think that's just my, right. I want to be unique right? on. Right. You, you don't want to just
0: put out the same thing everyone else has put out. You want to, you want to actually contribute something new. And I think that, I think that's natural. And I think that's good.
1: <laughs> well, you know, but, but it also is somewhat of a curse because you're saying like, where it comes like, hey, if you're gonna post on social or Twitter or something, it should be funny or witty or whatever. Well, like that's not easy to do. It's really no. easy. Like right now, I could be like, hey, it's the morning time, and I'm sitting on the chair looking at my bookshelf. Like, okay, that could be a tweet. Like, what's it serve? <laughs> it doesn't serve anything. But like now, right. it, but if you but if you have to make it funny, then crap. Now like I have to sit here and be like, what can I say that's uniquely funny about that? And there's nothing. You know, like you you would have to work right. at it. But now you don't have a piece of content, and I guess. I guess there might be, you know, let's say if I just put out there that I'm looking at my bookshelf, well maybe there's a crap ton of people that do the exact same thing. And they'd be like, Oh yeah, I've I've sit in the morning and look at my bookshelf and then they would, you know, (laughs) like (laughs) right. So, you know, who knows? I don't know if there's a right way. There's definitely, you know, wrong ways to do things. But I think when it comes to Twitter and most of these social media things, you have to just be like, all right, let's just put out some opinions and see what it is. And maybe you're more interesting than you give yourself credit for, which is could be and and that and that's, you know, conversation, you know, like myself, Lauren, and a lot of us had is like, well, we might not feel that we're interesting. But then again, there are probably people out there that find other other people's lives and avenues interesting. I was telling Lauren, she works at a television station for Christ's sake, that's pretty darn interesting she talks with pretty much, she has influence or she talks with nearly every small business owner or influencer in the Ohio Valley, and she's doing that on a daily basis, and I'm like yeah, to you, it just might seem like a job but there's a ton of people that are fascinated, well how does it work, what's it what's it like to know this meteorologist or or, or vice versa, and she's serving on boards, and I'm like, yeah, you're a lot more interesting than you give yourself credit for, you know we might think we're boring in a sense. So I'm like, yeah, just post about your day. And I, you know, and, and post about what you're doing and there might be somewhat of a following there. And, and, you know, truthfully what it comes down to, and I, and this conversation kind of started because I'm looking at, uh, I printed out what five blank calendars for the month. Right. And I said to myself, all right, my process for creating social media calendars and has been like this for clients in the past and so forth is, all right, Eric, this is what you do. You print out a calendar. Your your goal is typically, and I'm talking Facebook really, mostly. And my goal is to post at least one time per day, but I need it to, have, to be relevant, and it can't mm-hmm. all be salesy. Like at the most, I will try to pitch a blog, a product once a week. So that's gotcha. four times a month, whatever your percentage is. I'm, I'm sure you, you can do the math there, whatever. But it's not overwhelmingly, hey, buy my product here, buy my product here. This is why I'm great. You know, use my service. I feel that's not the time, the place. You can do that on your website all you want, but build out who you are as a company so that way they can scroll through. Not everything is going to be created equal. You're not always going to get a million shares for every post and you're not going to get a conversation. But how can we make each day unique from the next? And how can we also utilize these different platforms to maximize your reach? You know, get people talking and so forth. So, So I laid it on, you know, national today I basically typed in holidays for October 10th and that's how we landed here and <laughs> truthfully there's a million websites out there that just basically give you holidays and national events and I'll look for things like so I'll go through and I have the five calendars because I'm like, all right, well let's do the social media calendar all together, do the research once once and find all the clients and then when we find a topic, whether it be a holiday, whether it be someone's birthday, whether it just be um, you know something topical that fits with their brand, let's jot it down and see if we can make something happen. You know, yeah. so if on October 10th, which is National Hug a Drummer Day, that could work on multiple facets. If I had a picture of my you know dad and I when I was young right. hugging him, okay, that's right. perfect. That would work for the Air Kersy brand. Uh, it easily oh, yeah. could say, Hey, if you see Phil Collins today, give him a hug, and that would work for the Music ranks <laughs> brand, right? Right, you know like right, so right. But, and it's unique enough that nobody else is going to post it you know i'm sorry but now national donut day is posted on everybody's it, it seems like every business was like yeah guess what it's donut day everybody loves donuts we're going to be creative and original except for everybody now <laughs> is posting about donuts and i'm like all right calm it down so right. october 9th is leif erikson day is that the viking yes i believe so yeah yeah, if I really wanted to talk about that, I could say, hey, you know, if for my brand, I could say, well, you know, I, did you know that I was actually named after a Viking, Eric the Red, or whatever? You know, right. or you could you create something uh, different. And since I'm here, I'll just tell you on my birthday, it's National De- Depression Screening Day and National <laughs> Fluffer Nutter Day. Not sure <laughs> <that>. <laughs> and National Pierogi Day. Pierogi Day. So, oh, my. So, yeah. That's so, like, grab I, bag. now I also feel. I also feel that if you went down the list and only every single day, it's national, this national, that national, this, then once again, you're just, that's boring. And that's like, you're unoriginal. So for me, I'm like, I will only do one of these holidays per week. If that, if that, meaning I will take some type of topic, whether it be someone's birthday, one of these stupid holidays, and it has to fit. And then I also, you know, like one of the days I will share knowledge, which is like a blog post. So I'll share a blog. The other days, I'll try to get a conversation going, meaning I won't post pictures or anything. It'll be more like, you know, when was the last time you ate a pierogi? Or when you go to the Pirates <laughs> game, which pierogi do you choose to, to win? You know, because they have that pierogi race, which I'm not I sure was if was familiar with. I, no,
0: I, it's, <laughs> it's literally been decades since I've been to a Pirates game, and I don't know if they did that or if I was paying enough attention. The local baseball team, they do the hot dog race thing, of which I okay. participated in one year. Oh, uh, so so I'm I'm, I'm aware of that, but the pierogi racing—that's new to me. Oh yeah, you know I, they... I was I was I believe ketchup, oh, and I took it, and you can't see in those outfits. Here you go, run, <laughs> and and it was staged. Like it was like me and then like two stadium employees. Sure. And they're like all right, we're gonna do this, faster. and well, uh-huh. well, and they're like we're we're gonna do this, and we're gonna run a little bit, and then we're you know you shove this one and knock him to the ground. Yeah. Gun. Like it's yeah. it's all entertainment. It's not sure, natural. Exactly. I hate I hate to pull back the curtain for everybody well you can't see things and apparently the, the the ground is not completely flat and there was a slight rise and i just start booking, and like 10 feet out the gate just completely bite it like just fell hard and <laughs> and and what and, and that that brown you know the dirt that's you know along, huh? that's not just dirt that's like real coarse scratchy gravel stuff and it shredded like several layers of skin off both of my knees like i i oh. had scabs and scars for like a year after that that's... like it was it was it was brutal yeah. But i did win and it was good times but i i feel like i've diverted us at this stage no
1: no dear. when we talk about pierogies and then we go to hot dogs and we talk about racing that's just how it that's transition <laughs> but you know so recently we started. Doing the blogs and so forth. I said, Todd, send me pictures because these all matter. And what I typically do is, and this is why it's kind of hard to run a social media campaign for a client because you don't really know what their instances are. And when we go through these things, like I could easily go through and find, if I wanted to, a t- way that each one of these holidays, every single day of the month, affects me or I can talk about it, my personal life or my brand. Mm-hmm. So if there right. was a National Hot Dog Day, of course, I would say, Todd, give me a picture of you running around as a hot dog, and that is good right. social media content, oh, yeah. but oh, yeah. if I didn't know that, then well, how the hell would I do that? You know. So it's, it's unique in that aspect where like, you, you could pay somebody to be your social media manager, but you're, that's why you're going to get these generic Happy Easter, right? You know, right. World Boxing right. Day. And so the better you know someone's brand, I think the more organic and the better your social media can be. I'm not saying like there's a million people that's gonna like your picture on national pierogi day, but if you're clever and witty, (laughs) it's gonna be be it's gonna be better than you saying, guess what? We're the best web design company in the world. And then you know, like right. There's a place and time for that, and you you need to have it. And and of course, since I'm extra, I refuse (laughs) to I refuse to have the exact same message on the multiple channels. Because I'm not sure if you're familiar. You can actually just go on Facebook and be like, yeah, post this to Instagram too. Or you could say, have all my stuff automatically go over to Twitter. And I'm like, nope, that's not how it works. <laughs> you, you know, yes, you, you could officially hit a different audience because, you know, if I, if I really came up with a cool post for uh, October 9th is world post day, well, I don't know what that means. But let's just, since we're talking about posting on the internet, we'll talk, you know, World Post Day. If I f- came up with a really clever thing on Facebook and say, you know what, I'd, the Instagram followers would really like this too, I could share it over there. But for me, it's just like, well, you know, be, give, give people a reason to follow you on different entities. Like you right. want to follow Eric on Instagram because he has more of a, you know, this brand over there. And follow him on Facebook because he's going to do more of this. And follow him on Twitter for this reason. And YouTube. Because if it's the same stuff over and over for all the channels, yes, you're going to be hitting a different audience. But to me, it's just like, well, what about all the people that follow you everywhere? They're going to see the same thing four times? I'm like, it just, right. I, once again, it screams unoriginal and it drives me crazy and I have a very hard time with it. <laughs> Fair enough. That seems a valid point. And you know, when, when it all comes down to it, that's uh, that's a little glimpse of creating somewhat of a social media calendar for different brands and entities and my thought process on the whole thing. And Twitter is the most difficult as we kind of talked about social media that, you know, you could schedule this stuff out pretty easily. So a lot of times you could sit in the beginning of the month, you go through the entire month, you figure out like, Hey, these are the days that I'm going to post stuff and you draft it out. And then you can go in there and you just schedule it all for Facebook. It's super easy. You could actually just go into the app like the actual thing and just go to scheduled posts and, and have them launch at certain times. And there are clever or nice little tools out there that actually allow you to schedule all social media. So you're like, all right, this day, I'm going to have this post on Instagram because it's a hashtag, whatever national frappe day on October 7th. And as you can tell, (laughs) I, I haven't scrolled through my screen. I can just see basically from the 7th to the 10th. So, um, I, and I do apologize. Cardi B, October 11th. That's her birthday. I'm oh, not sure well. who Cardi B is. I know she is somewhat of a hip hop or pop culture recent musician. But
0: yeah, that's you just lost Lily as a follower um, with that comment. Lily,
1: that's OK. Bull, Lily doesn't follow me in the first place. All right. <laughs> she's she, probably right. She, yeah. She's following all those people with just, the, you know, uh, the Easter Bunny pictures and stuff. I'm too darn original <laughs> for most people. All right. <laughs> Um, it is so that curse. was. Yeah, it, it is. Well, it's, it's all of our curse in a sense, because like you just don't want to put out shoddy work. I don't know. Or or unoriginal work. That's more important. Like, I don't mind putting out some shoddy work. Like, I'm not saying all my stuff is is top of the line and I've cultivated it for hours. No, you've seen blogs. I mean, you've corrected most of the typos in my blogs. I just <laughs> I write it once. I hit publish. And if there's issues with it, I have good friends that typically say, hey, you know, the, the, what I like to call is unpaid editors, you know, where right. you're like, yeah, go oh, no. fix this. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you sound stupid there. You're not making a good point. Okay. Let me go fix that. And, and <laughs> over the years, I've really, I've really trained myself to be okay with, uh, being okay.
0: Well, that's good. That's important. Cause it, well, you know,
1: no, well, at the end of the day, it's not worth driving yourself too crazy about like, <laughs> well, at the end of the day, sometimes, sometimes having something out there is better than nothing. You know, right. that's the biggest thing yeah. is I remember sitting back and saying, well, I can't put this out because it's not ready yet. Like, video's the well, worst. Well, no. Video is the worst, because, like, I could shoot a video right now, but I'm like, well, that's, you know, the lighting's bad, the audio's bad. Something is better
0: than nothing, and I can attest to that with, remember Javelina's Game Closet, that blog? I talked about, yeah. like, forever uh-huh.
1: ago? Yeah.
0: Um, and had and had running for a, for a good long while, and was trying to keep, you know, some some sort of cadence to it. And it looks like in uh, in July of 2019 i was putting out looks like about about, you know a thing a week and then uh next thing you know i kind of took my foot off the accelerator there and i introduced the toddcast on that blog on august 7th of 2019 do you know when the next post was Oh geez i don't even know march 29th march 29th 2020 where i talked about march madness toy edition and i have not posted on there since Yeah, partially just because I haven't had the time or inclination, partly because it's like, well, if I'm going to put something on there, I want it to be, you know, special and good and quality and perfect. And as a result, it's been six months since I put anything up there, which is probably not the best plan. So there's something to be said for your your theory of let's just get something going so that, you know, the the site isn't dead because I'm sort of the counter argument to that. And it's not great. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think when it comes down to it, you created the podcast even off that. Like, mm-hmm. ideally, you'd say, well, here, if I made the perfect formula for the, the best ever, you know, podcast, I don't believe you would say, well, I don't necessarily have a topic. I'm not, I don't have audio equipment. There's probably going to be some background noise, and oh, yeah. You yeah. Know, I'm going to like that's not your fork. That's not necessarily the format, which you would say, yes, this is going to be the greatest podcast of all time. But yet (laughs) you said, Hey, here's the deal is if I don't do something, then I don't have anything. And I can always get a little bit better at the time. And yes, if somebody listens to an early episode and say, well, this is shit, or I don't want to listen to that. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's fine. They weren't going to listen to you if you didn't have anything anyway, you know? Right. So uh, that, that was kind of my concept and you and I kind of almost came in the same maybe you were even a little bit of a kickstarter for the whole concept of like all right like what's the worst that can happen somebody is not impressed okay whatever (laughs) (laughs) right right so yeah you know and finally it got to the point where like shoot you have how many episodes now in the in the backlog with all types of topics. And, and obviously there's people that are finding different, you know, aspects and listening and finding some type of either enjoyment or knowledge more, probably enjoyment, uh, than, you know, than anything, but probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, so, we, we try to give some info, but mostly I think it's entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, in, in questionable at that. Uh, so, but, but for the most part, I think that's a lot of the aspect of like whole, the whole, you know, should I be on social media? Should I? Should I tweet? Do my opinions matter? Well, at this point in time, it's one of those whole things. If you don't, if you don't put anything out there, then you're never going to know. You're never going to gain right. more of a following. So, sure, why not? Yeah, it, it's out there, and if people don't want to follow you, guess what? They don't see it. So, yeah. you you might be s- screaming to avoid, but if you have a couple people looking, you know, I guess that's better than nothing. But that Todd is probably thirty to forty minutes worth of social media banter for October tenth. This is where you end the impromptu episode. (laughs) Right, right. Yes. And I will do
0: that now.
1: That's good stuff.
0: I have to look into doing some more socializing in the media myself. I think that's good information for folks. So thank you very much. Thank you, listeners. Feel free to tell us what you think in the social media. Hit us up at Cast Todd Eric, if people want to hit you up individually and hit you in your DMs, where would they do that?
1: Uh, it is at Eric Cursey is probably the one that I'm most active. If you want to talk about web stuff, it's Eric Cursey web for the most part. Just go with the Eric Hersey unless you have questions about SEO, which I doubt you do.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thanks. Thanks, listeners. And uh, until next time, hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at todd or email via todcastpodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the podcast. But when when this one does go live and go on the website, I I know I'm I'm almost I'm like 98% certain. I have a picture of me sitting in the the stadium like medic area with my knees all shredded. <laughs> uh, and I feel okay. like I feel like somebody Took video like from the stands of the hot dog races because like they it was like,
1: yeah, it, sure. was like
0: comp- it was like it was like a company it was it was like a company event yeah. and like one of the people who worked with us also like knew folks in the stadium uh-huh. and like had some sort of goofy little like trivia thing or whatever to where like the winner got to be one of the hot dogs and that's that's how I got to be in the hot dog race so uh-huh. everybody knew it and when it happened people you know somebody's got video of me you know running three feet biting it, like, uh, I'll have to see if I can find it.